3: Ooh, you do not
0: have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts.
4: This is the Ben and Ashley
5: I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio.
3: We're back again with another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. I'm not going to say for how many weeks in a row because I have no clue, but I'm going to say like 90% of the time, maybe even 95% of the time, I am your co-host Ben with my other co-host.
0: Yeah, your other, your other co-host, me.
3: <laughs> Ashley, Ashley, and I are back again. We're we're here very consistently right now. I feel like we're doing a great job at sticking out during covid (laughs)
0: you and i have not like had to have fill-ins in the longest time and that's because we're recording remotely so beforehand we were always in like in the studio and we were doing set days and there was like sometimes reasons that you couldn't be there on set day but you know when you could do it remotely it would be odd if ben and i both couldn't find an hour that we were both free a week so (laughs)
3: It's tough not being around you and being able to see your facial expressions and like working off of your energy in studio. But I will say that doing it remote has added like, I don't know, maybe some other people I'd say consistency. And then also it's just easier not to be traveling so much.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're still traveling, right? But we're doing it pretty safely and jared and i are doing lots of little trips that's been my favorite thing about my favorite thing about this time period has been kind of taking advantage of the outdoors around you right because we all know the outdoors is the safest place to be these days and summer has obviously made doing little things outside easy and fun and i think we're gonna start all getting kind of cabin fever again Once the Mm -hmm. temperatures go down, but we've been doing like nice little fun adventures, especially on the east coast. It's so easy to do that. Like we went to Block Island and we went to Nantucket, and they're just ferry rides over there, and it's just it's cool because it's exploration, you know. It's like little, it's discovering the magic that is America. I think America is such an underrated beauty. I think we talked about this. I don't know what trip we went on, but I think we went on a trip, and I just realized I was like. America is so underrated. There are so many cool Beautiful. and stunning spots.
3: Oh, it's it's gorgeous. You remember uh, we're we're entering into this season again, just a few months away, where puzzles suddenly sold out, and people <laughs> were stuck inside doing puzzles and arts and crafts. And finding things to do in the winter. Is it not wild, Ashley, to think that we are only a few months away from that happening once again? It's
0: bizarre. It's so weird. It makes me just... It's so weird. Do you, like, ever think about... I mean, now we're getting really personal, but do you ever think about selling your Denver place and then moving to Tennessee And like doing your life differently now just because you don't have any idea when things might start getting normal again?
3: Well, I think that's a common question for everybody. And you tie into a great question for this week to all of our listeners. Listeners, how, uh, like, what new life decisions are you making that were maybe unexpected a year and a half ago that are now on the front of your mind? And for me, I'm not considering moving from Denver because Denver is a, a great place to get outside. And I know it's a place that Jess and I do want to call home for a period of time. But the one thing that COVID has uh, kind of made me think of doing is even like downsizing so that I can be closer to her family, my family, and friends uh, more often. And can I, can, I can just pick up and go. And I think a lot of people, from what I'm hearing, are leaving these bigger cities right now. And moving back home or moving to smaller towns once again, which we never thought would happen. That was a totally unexpected thing because they're finding that the quality of life uh, on these smaller towns is is pretty great. It's great for these places.
0: They're calling it like mass exits, you know, like a mass exodus of New York and L.A. And it just makes me think like... I feel like I've been wasting so many months of rent, right? Because we rent our place. We love our place in LA. It's such a bargain. It's like a steal, which is why we would never want to get rid of it for, you know, the next couple years. But then I'm also like, if this is going to last who knows how long, maybe this is just going to end up being a huge waste of money. And we could have put that towards buying a house on the East Coast.
3: Anyway. It's. It's all questions to consider. And people are asking those questions now. We're in that phase of this pandemic that people now are starting to pick their heads up, look around and go, what will life look like? Well, obviously, this is a Bachelor-focused podcast. We are going to be breaking down all of the hot topics going on in Bachelor Nation. I mean, we have headlines Ranging from when and where Matt James's season is going to be filmed to some more details on Claire's season. Exciting things coming up. But before we do, let's take our first break. When we come back, we're going to break down all of the Bachelor headlines from this week.
0: What keeps baby skin healthy? and speak to you with a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you.
3: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for the Bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor,
3: Ben? Oh, smart money happy hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all, with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course.
0: So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35.
0: Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. One guy is spending $499 a month.
3: He should really apply for the bachelorette.
0: (laughs) Or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us.
3: Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley?
0: um say less this is really really interesting so to check it out you can search smart money happy hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts just search smart money happy hour and hit that subscribe button which i just did your wallet and your next road trip will thank you you wake up with a scratchy throat congestion runny nose and cough you know your body you know you're getting sick your choices are tough it out get sick take some time out from work Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription.
3: It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous.
0: You can use the promo code famous, that's promo code famous at twc.health/famous.
1: Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio Radio or subscribe where you
3: listen to your podcast. First headline is Claire Crawley's Bachelorette gets premiere day as ABC promises. Listen to this, Ashley. We need you to explain this explosive turn of events. So the
0: supposed switcheroo of Bachelorette would is that that seems like what that's pointing to. ABC did announce on Thursday that the season of the Bachelorette will be premiering two-hour episode on Tuesday, October 13th. Don't forget that this season the Bachelorette will be on on Tuesdays, and Dancing with the Stars, where you can watch Caitlin Bristow, will be on Monday nights. So you kind of get your double dose of Bachelor there. Uh, they also, they don't really uh, say anything else about the season. Uh, they actually don't even make mention of Tasha So it's still up in the air as to when they will officially announce this, or if they even will, perhaps they just think that it'll be fun if they never bring it up, if is not ever seen in any promo and uh, it just happens when one day while we're watching the show.
3: <laughs> it's it's all still so up in the air and honestly ever since the announcement came out we know very little. There hasn't been any other rumors or any other details given which makes it exciting for us as a viewer. So there's still a lot up in the air but as Ashley just said, The Bachelorette will be airing on Tuesday. Speaking oh, wait, of Claire's. Oh,
0: right. Did you see the poster, the promo poster?
3: Uh, I've seen the trailer. I'm assuming the poster is mocked off. Is it the respect? Okay,
0: go look it up. uh, You need to see it because I need to know your analysis on it. It's kind of weird. So Claire is looking very sexy in the corner of a room, pretty seductive. But then in the foreground is a picture of a man putting a sock on. And I'm thinking it's a play on the graduate poster. Where, uh-huh, yeah. where, you know, Dustin Hoffman's in the background and then she's got the stocking rolled up on her leg in the foreground. But I'm just like really weirded out because are they like trying to make it seem like Claire's some cougar? Like she's an elder to the boys?
3: Uh, that would be weird. Um, Let me look it up. I'll let you know. But by, by the time we're done with headlines, I will have it looked up and I'll have my analysis given. Ashley, we're mentioned in the premiere date and the poster. But. I, I said it a little bit ago in passing, but did you see the respect trailer that just came out?
0: It's very cute. They have clips of Claire's past where she's demanding respect from a a man. And, you know, she's walking around, spinning that rose, looking super hot. Doesn't give us any clips or teasers as to what her season's going to be like. But we know that she's going to bring that powerful woman presence, stand up for herself and demand respect and uh, what, what's a war besides respect that she's going to demand of these men? Like maturity?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Claire knows what she wants. And I think not only will she want respect, which everybody wants, but she's also going to bring a level of maturity, clarity, and I think honesty that will be important to push everybody forward. And probably, uh, I, I mean, I always think that honesty brings out vulnerability. And so I bet we're going to see some vulnerability as well. Yeah. But speaking of Claire's season, Dale Moss is all smiles. We see him running in New York City following, you know, the rumors with him and Claire.
0: Yeah. So remember how, like, I think last week we said we thought that the two of them would be confined to the La Quinta resort Mm -hmm. throughout filming. Should we do a spoiler alert before that?
3: I mean, no, because we still don't know where this ends and how it ends. We just know it's rumored that something happens between him and Claire.
0: Okay, yeah. So the guy that Claire supposedly, you know, falls for was seen out and about in New York. So I guess he is no longer confined to La Quinta. We saw Claire at La Quinta last week. We were assuming that she would end up staying there the entire time to keep secrets, right? So that she wouldn't be out and about and being... It being obvious to the fandom that she is no longer filming. But a very happy man is seen in this picture smiling. You can check out the, the photo on Life and Style's uh, website. And there are some other spoilers that we won't go into. But if you are somebody who likes spoilers, go ahead and read that article.
3: He definitely is all smiles. He's running. It looks like he's probably running pretty fast. He's got a good... A good stride on him. He looks like he's a happy man. Who knows what that means? Is he a happy
0: man because there's a paparazzi taking a picture of him? Or he's just happy because he's running and moving his body and feeling alive?
3: (laughs) I wish I knew every time a paparazzi took a picture of me, but I have some really bad ones out there. Um, I wish I looked this good every time a paparazzi was taking a picture. Half the time, I'm in sweats. My hat's all messed up or my hair's undone. I'm frowning just because that's the way I rest. <laughs> I don't know. It's rough. Know. It's a rough I mean, life. He doesn't look that he's bad. Shining. He looks <laughs> he's shining. He's uh, pretty good. He's shining. Next headline. This is one that's interesting and, and I would say typically happens in breakups. But Colton Underwood and Cassie Randolph unfollow each other on Instagram three months after their split.
0: Yep. Uh, I mean, pretty much the headline says it all. How do you feel about unfollowing? Are you an unfollower? Did you unfollow Lauren? Let's be honest.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it was like healthy. I did it. We did it pretty much right away. And we had talked about it. Like mostly as soon as the breakup happened, we both knew that this was going to be brutally hard. And so I, I remember us saying, yeah, like it's not like... This just needs we just need to cut ties because any like we're going to already see a lot of each other. You're already going to be I'm going to see your pictures pop up different places. Let's make this easier and possible. Now, it was pretty soon after our breakup. The interesting here is one is, you know, we've we talked about it like Colton still has hung out with Greg Sulkin, who is uh, dating uh, Cassie's sister and now we we hear that Greg had stopped following Colton as well.
0: Oh that oh interesting. So maybe it's a total family cutoff. I uh, they of course had the intention of remaining friends and I think that's so so often the intention and then you realize yeah. it's just not a good plan. or it's something you tell each other to make yourselves feel better in the moment. And then once it starts to fade, you go, oh, okay. We didn't actually have to be friends.
3: I don't know many of my buddies who have a breakup that's meaningful, that stays like close friends right away. Right. I have exes that I'm friends with, uh, and that I admire and want to see the best for, uh, but right away it just isn't like, it just doesn't, it's not a clean break ever. Mm -mm. I don't know anybody. It's, you know, I can't say ever. I've never known anybody have a clean break. And so it's not surprising. This isn't a shocking headline, but it does speak to probably where their relationship is at, and that they're both moving forward without each other in in each other's lives.
0: Yeah. Do you think? Do you did you creep on exes once you broke up and unfollowed them? You would still go oh back gosh, and look yes. at the profile. Yes. <laughs> there is just something yes. so strong about clicking unfollow.
3: Oh, uh, it's. It's like a a bad addiction. Like it pulls you back in over and over again. And you do it like I almost did it. I remember back in the day like almost to feel the pain. Like it was stupid. I would look at it to like hurt.
0: Absolutely. You're like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Okay, I'm going to do it really, really quick. And then you do it. And then you always find something that hurts you more. And there is, I say this all the time, there's some sort of beauty in the pain. And we get addicted to that overwhelming sense of feeling you know it's just like we want to feel we're addicted to feeling deeply even if it's like feeling bad
3: yeah I wonder what it would be that we're actually looking for like if I would click on an ex's page and see them looking stunning that makes me mad because I'm like wait whoa that's stupid and then I see him happy and then I'm like just selfishly mad at them for being happy and then I see him sad and I'm sad for them because I don't want them really being that sad like there was a no-winning like some there when I was going back to look at these pages, but I did it and I did it for some, like I wanted to fulfill some hole in my heart.
0: There's some past crushes of mine that I still follow or that I'll check back in with like just to see their profile just because now I'm, I'm so happy and settled and I'm just genuinely curious what's going on in their life. But I don't think you can do that soon after. I think this is a years after thing where it becomes just curiosity.
3: I, I agree. Well, speaking of exes and talking about exes, uh, I just want to give everybody a reminder to go back and listen to our in-depth episode with Andy Dorfman, yes. which aired last week. Uh, she is awesome so cool. and super open, and we had a great conversation with her about all of her exes and her you know, writing about her exes and her time on the show and her time off the show. So just go back, listen to that in-depth episode. That's one that we've waited for for years, yeah. and it was... Uh, it, it far exceeded our expectations. I loved it was it. awesome. I loved it. Next headline is Rachel Lindsay thinks being bicoastal will test, and that's in quotes, her relationship with Brian. This according to Us Weekly.
0: Yeah, so congratulations to Rachel. She's now an, offic- like an official regular correspondent on Extra. That is amazing. But this is also going to make her bicostal. And that this is when the the pandemic cools down a bit more. Uh, she says it's going to be a test to her relationship with Brian. She says she's just addicted to working and Brian doesn't hold that against her at all. He actually loves that she's obsessed with working and he's very supportive of it. She also says that he always tells people that the main thing that he's attracted to about her is her ambition. So there's a great understanding between the two of them. It's not always easy to be long distance or for her to be such a workaholic, but he's very supportive of what she's doing and and she's supportive of what he's doing. Uh, But it
3: will be a test still. Um, I mean, you can't get any farther apart than LA and Miami. Yeah,
0: I mean... I when i if I think about this, I don't think it would it's easy easier said than done though. I feel like I would be fine doing long distance for a period of time, but long term without knowing if there was an endpoint would be hard. Like you're currently doing it right now, but you have an endpoint. You especially had yeah. an endpoint before Corona., uh, but I guess with Rachel and Brian he is going to stay firmly in Miami for now. So that is hard. That's challenging.
3: It's challenging. I do think it's a test, but a test can not always be bad, right? You know, you you get the excitement of seeing each other again. You get the uh, kind of the anxious feelings when you know you're on your way to see your partner. That's all good. And as we speak, you know, they are celebrating uh, their anniversary in Aruba right now. And so all of that is you know is pointing to hey they want to make this work this is going to be a positive thing for them they've talked it through as a couple it's just a challenge and challenges come up in relationships speaking of challenges victoria fuller you might know her as victoria f posts about on uh, instagram about waiting for him to apologize amid and we're relating this back to the chris souls relationship this again according to us weekly
0: so this was super interesting to me when I saw her Instagram post with this caption because I said, hmm, sassy, is this a sub post? You know, like we used to call it subtweets when the tweet was obviously about somebody, but you're trying to play it off as big. Well, she says in the caption, when you're sitting there waiting for him to apologize, but he don't know he did something wrong because you didn't tell him because he should know. (laughs) Uh. So, Uh. so um, is she waiting for him to apologize for something that he did, but didn't know it was wrong?
3: (laughs) Uh, I mean, what would that have been? Right? Like there's just so much to that, that we don't know, but we hope he knows now that we hope it points it but again do we even know this is about souls
4: what
0: would it what would this be why would she post that like this picture of her being like very seductive bikini legs spread on a bed an outdoor bed and she's saying you're sitting there waiting for him to apologize why why uh. would she post that if it was not about anyone was she just thinking that it was a funny caption and that her face looked slightly pissed off
3: (laughs) maybe like that could be that's the best case scenario for the two of them right now that's the best case
0: my theory is she wouldn't she wouldn't post this if it wasn't if it was something really big like a really big problem because they have been so private about their relationship that I don't think yeah. now she'd be like, I'm gonna call him out on Instagram. I think maybe they had like a funny little nothing fight. And Definitely. maybe he just That's needed a thought. reality check.
3: That's a good point. They've been so private about their relationship since the beginning when we started to hear the rumors of it. We did get a confirmation that they were dating, and so we know that those rumors at some level were true. It would be a it would be a radical move and it wouldn't yeah. be a necessarily Uh, similar to what they've done with their relationship so far for her to go this far and for the first time really announce her relationship with him and also call him out at the same time so who knows we don't know however this was posted and it brings up the rumors and it's worthy enough for us to talk about now something that's definitely worthy to talk about something we're all excited for not only are we excited for Claire slash possibly Tayshia's season of The Bachelorette but we're also very excited for The Bachelor season and it was announced the filming location for Matt James's season. It's now revealed. This according to Reality Steve.
0: Yeah. So, this is according to Reality Steve. Uh, he says that the filming will begin late September at the Nemecolin Woodlands Resort in Pennsylvania. If you guys remember the Pittsburgh date with JoJo, the guys stayed here there they stayed there uh and they went to Heinz Field to do some stuff with the Steelers which is really cool but then she went back to the resort to have a I think a one-on-one with Luke or was it Chase or Luke and they went into like this big barrel hot tub that was at Colon. I also think there may have been like some dog sledding at NemiColon. uh so yeah if you guys remember that that episode, you'll be seeing a lot more of that resort coming up. This is being speculated because they're they're saying that the hotel is unavailable for booking as of like late September through early November, and they'll be doing what they did with Claire slash Tasha's season and be filming the entire series uh, on one location.
3: Well, at least they'll be good at it. They're going to be good at I am shocked a little bit here, Ashley. Here's why. Because it's not like the weather in Pennsylvania yeah, yeah. is fantastic that time of year. We're, and in fact, yeah. it's not great at all.
0: Well, so my thought is like, are they trying to do a cozy fall scenario? Like, are they trying to have Maybe. like a winter vibes feel? Because starting in late September in Pittsburgh, it'll probably be like 60s and below. And it'll be a romantic atmosphere, but there definitely will be no bikinis, no
3: pool parties. Oh yeah. Which I mean, honestly I could take or leave that stuff. Of course. That that stuff's always a little awkward. It's not exactly like great for a relationship. It always causes drama. Somebody's always hurt, upset, comparing each other to each other. So like, I'm excited to see a fall bachelor if that were the case. Now, Ashley, I, uh, I haven't had a chance to speak with Matt yet. I am speaking with him this week. Ooh. I'm excited for it because I hear nothing but great things about him. And, uh, and I'm really excited to kind of dive into where he's at and where his heart's at uh, in this whole process. It's something I've, I try to do with each Bachelor coming up. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I don't have a read on him yet because I don't know him. But I have a feeling that wherever they're at, Matt James is going to be a terrific bachelor, and he's going to care about these women a lot.
0: Godfather of the Bachelors, Ben Higgins, always having his his advice. I love it. it. The Sticking mentoring around. advice. It's so nice that you get to know these people, and then you can kind of let me in on how they are. And somebody tweeted us or emailed us, and I was like, "Holy moly, that's so crazy!" Did you know that over a year ago, almost a year and a half ago? When uh, Tyler Cameron was on our podcast doing an in-depth, we asked him who should the bachelor be? And he said, my friend, Matt James.
3: Well, he made Isn't it happen. That wild! And it's wild. And bachelor nations pumped for it. I mean, I can tell you that I, I know they're going to be pumped for this guy. They're going to come out in droves and support him. And so, Hey, I can't tell you, I give great advice. Quite honestly, I, I can't think of any bachelor that's, uh, they've done far greater things than I could have ever told them to, or they've, failed miserably, um, but I I always enjoy getting to know them because this is a crazy experience and their world is about to change in so many ways coming up very soon. All right, so I did look up the uh, Bachelorette poster. You're right. Yeah, this is definitely uh, a play. This is definitely uh, makes me curious. I don't know if they're saying she's the cougar going after younger men, but it's hard not to kind of jump to that conclusion after seeing this.
0: Yeah, it's such an epic movie poster and it just seems like an exact replica. I do love the tagline, it's about time.
3: Claire's looking good though. Yeah, she looks really She looks good.
0: Yeah, she looks amazing. There's also, there's like a couple taglines that I'm sure they'll eventually start using, like double the trouble, double the drama, twice as something, something. You know, they have to play into that. Mm, we'll see all right well after the next break we are going to be talking about next season because the goat episode aired last night and then mm-hmm. we'll be interviewing alexis christina shulman and angela angela oh, so good all right stay tuned what keeps baby skin healthy can speak to you with a powerful, clean and refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you.
3: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for the bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you
3: hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast. We're two money experts. Rachel Cruz and George Camel talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course.
0: So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta, like Joey went on.
3: <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35.
0: Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month.
3: He should really apply for the bachelorette.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us.
3: Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley?
0: <laughs> um, Say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people.
3: Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous.
0: You can use the promo code famous, that's promo code famous at twc.health/famous.
1: Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
3: Well, obviously, uh, Nick season of The Bachelor is airing on the go episodes, and we thought it would be awesome to just bring on a plethora of guests and some of the best known. And the most loved contestants from his season are first. Angela was born and from Greenville, South Carolina. We know her, uh, for the most part, I would say from paradise. She, I think, would agree. Uh, And she blew up paradise. Like, I mean, Ashley, Angela hit the scene in paradise.
0: Just incredible.
3: Everybody was talking about Angela. And so, yes, I I think talking about the GOAT episode will is important, but we also know her for so much more. Angela, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, Angela. So you were on Nick's, um, Patreon. So Nick has this Patreon. He's going to talk to us later in the episode about it. Basically it's the extension of his podcast where he's doing in-depth, uh, interviews basically with the girls from his season in anticipation of his goat episode airing. So Angela, when I think of you and Nick season, I think the number one question that you have to ask is what the heck was he thinking? (laughs) Letting you go, letting you go on night
5: one. Do you guys address this on the Patreon? Um, yeah, I mean, He doesn't come out and be like, oh, everybody was mad at me for letting you go. But he, you know, we address, did he regret sending me home night one? So that was interesting to hear from him. And I'm glad that we got to talk about that because I didn't know, you know, I'd heard things, but it was nice to hear it from the actual source.
3: Do you think, I mean, looking back now, do you wish you would have been around longer for the relationship with Nick? Or for the experience?
5: So I was totally there for both, to be honest. And that's something else that we talked about is I was, that's why I was just myself. I didn't try to like go out of my way to, you know, make a scene or cause a ruckus because I wasn't there to be on TV. I was there to see if something could work with him. So I really wanted to see where it could go with him um I I loved that he had a big family and he seemed like he was great with his um nieces and nephews and that's something that I was like looking forward to talking to him about so I mean obviously the experience would have been great I did give him crap because I missed the Backstreet Boys date that would have been on my bucket list below I was so mad so I did give him crap that I didn't get to stick around for that but I think everything worked out how it should have. You know what's worse than being eliminated
0: before the Backstreet Boys date? Being in what? the house still and the girls coming back and saying we had a Backstreet Boys date. That's actually very
5: true. I never even thought about that. I would have been so mad. Oh, I would have freaked the heck out. We all know this. I, I was
0: totally being BSB. I was BSB over Insane oh, all day long. Oh, I was not. I was definitely team Insane. Really? That's an argument for oh. another time. I get too fiery. We can't go there right now. <laughs> Okay, but I do love my Backstreet Boys. Uh, okay, so I want to support Nick's Patreon and not like let too much info out here as well, where you can, you know, get it for free. But I do want to know why he said that he eliminated Unite One. Come on, come on.
5: So he said there was two reasons. The main reason, I guess he said, is one of the higher up producers thought I was boring. He was like, she's got to go. And the second, and we know who it is. And the second, and that makes (laughs) sense to me. (laughs) But, and then the second reason was he was like, and I just, I didn't fight for you. And I told him, I was like, well, I want a man who will fight for me. And he said, he didn't fight for me because our conversation was kind of like, blah. And he didn't want to send anybody home that night that he hadn't talked to. And so he did talk to me for like two minutes and it wasn't like out of this world. And so he was like, all right, whatever. So, yeah. I think it's
3: impossible, absolutely impossible on night one to really have a fair read on anybody's, like if they're boring or not boring because the night is so chaotic and it's so anxiety ridden and there's so many moving parts that like, I don't think you can make that, decision that night. Like you have to get to know these women. Or the men, for exact that example during yeah. Bachelorette.
5: Yeah. He said, um he said like it was kind of just a whirlwind. And I mean again, I don't want to give away too much on what he said about whether or not he wished he would have kept me, but I liked the answer that he gave. <laughs> Is what I'll say in regards to that. Okay.
0: Okay. Do you um <laughs> I just find it weird not to like give too much personal detail about nick because we all know that he's one of our close friends but you're like very much his type so i thought that he'd be keeping you around just for physical reasons for a while
5: he he did tell me he said that i was like in the top tier of like phys like physical attractiveness like wise that night Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. i think producer had a lot of influence but also he obviously that's not everything. And he said, like, he didn't fight for me. So it's a little oh. bit of both. I'm too boring.
3: I think <laughs> oh. one of the biggest fears. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think honestly, you look back on that time and I remember being asked often throughout the season, Hey, is there anybody you sent home that you regret sending home? And I remember my <laughs> answer always being, I guess I don't know, right? Like I don't know the women. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, uh, for the most part, like, I'm just trying my best to, like, stay above water here. I am intrigued if if you think, like, if you would have been around, do you think there would have been a shot with Nick? Like, do you see that relationship forming?
5: I don't – I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Again, like you said, like, you don't – I didn't really get a chance to get to know him. I thought there was definite potential there, um, obviously, or else I wouldn't have agreed to do the show. But I did have a feeling like going in that I was going to like get sent home night one or I was going to make it towards the end. Mm -hmm. I felt like I wasn't really going to fall in between. So I mean, I think that there was definite potential. But looking back, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That conversation the first night was so awkward. So I kind of. I don't know. I think it will. So I think I was a little bit in my head, obviously, because so I followed up the conversation with Liz, like he was talking to Liz. I'd interrupt them um, twice. If you guys and don't he, remember Liz, like...
0: they, they banged before the, the season. <laughs>
5: not, not me and not, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Not
3: Liz and Nick. So let's be clear. It's Liz. And... <laughs> and,
5: and I was like, wait a minute. And, um, and so they I interrupted and he was like oh hey we need a few more minutes and I didn't know that they know that they knew each other and so I had to go back in and I'm like thinking in my head oh great they're having an amazing conversation that they don't want to end and I have to follow that and then we got like a two-minute combo. it was just it wasn't good oh Angela. he was probably in such a wrong mindset
3: he had to yeah, be well, he, flustered.
5: He, well, I guess, I don't know if I can say this, but he told me that, like, he wanted to talk to anybody except her at that moment, so...
3: You can say whatever you want now. That's why this podcast exists. Um, <laughs> I have I have a theory about you. I have okay. a theory that you are not boring at all.
4: No. In no. fact,
3: I have a theory that you are very feisty, and this is why. Angela, okay. I've seen you in person a couple times. You're obviously beautiful, and you've been on the podcast, and you're a great conversationalist. But my fiancé and I were down in Mexico for a wedding at one point. Um, and you walked down the aisle as fierce as I've ever seen anybody before. I mean, it was a tangible fierceness. You are strutting your stuff. And, and Jess, my fiancé, who who doesn't watch a lot of the show, who I was trying to keep up with on like updating on who was who – she looks at me as you're walking down the aisle and goes, holy cow. Like it was, it, it was, there was something about you in that walk that was representing a lot more than just the strut down the aisle. Angela, am I wrong or am I right?
5: <laughs> Everyone talks about the walk. The I swear to like, all right, first off, I blacked out. Like. You know, when look you're like so, it. I, <laughs> I blacked out, but I honestly, like, I didn't, I swear, like on everything, I didn't go into it thinking like, I'm gonna like work this, like I didn't, I really you didn't. And it that's like a saying, runway. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm a model. And so like, I just go, I see a straight like line, like a runway, you know what I mean? And I, that's just, I was in it. I don't know. I really didn't like intentionally be like, f you walk you know what i mean that wasn't my intention but i it's my job i don't know it's, i went into
0: autopilot angela it was one of the most fantastic dramatic extra moments <laughs> i've ever witnessed in my life i was like squealing and jared like had to calm me down he was like ashley don't be obnoxious this is somebody's wedding anyway
5: oh, I I all of that see, see look maybe i'm not boring after all i don't think i'm boring no. but that producer oh. thought i was boring <laughs>
0: All right. But the sass that you put across was all about Clay Harbor, who was your boyfriend for a while during an off season. You guys actually never really dated on Bachelor in Paradise, but you dated between your two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. And you he recently started dating a girl from 90 Day Fiance and they were having dates air on on TV uh because they hadn't met yet because of quarantine what's going on there are you following his story and how does it make you feel
5: no i'm not following his story and it honestly makes me feel nothing okay, but- i've been i've been so over that whole thing since i got on the beach like last paradise like i i said this before but literally the moment that i knew that he stepped onto the beach in paradise like whenever I found that out everything inside of me for him just like went dead like I don't have any ill will towards him I hope he's happy and like I hope he has a great life but there is zero part of me that would ever like I never miss him or like miss us or anything like I hope he's happy but I I don't really care to follow his story i'm sure he doesn't care to follow mine either
3: <laughs> so
0: fair. you
5: definitely didn't like
0: love his relationship with nicole as for what we saw air on paradise do, mm-hmm. do you and nicole have any sort of friendship now
5: um i wouldn't say we have a friendship but i mean she did apologize to me for you know her actions and i appreciated that and she said you know she misjudged me and and everything and we um we actually did talk at um reunion show for paradise last summer they didn't show it they filmed it but they never showed it and she was you know just like I should have listened to you you were right I'm really sorry and I was like all good you know I'm not a person to hold grudges it obviously hurt you know watching it back because I didn't know everyone was saying all of that but I mean no her and I are fine we're on good terms we don't talk or anything but Mm -hmm. um there's no ill will there
3: Angela, before we let you go, uh, is there anything that's going on in your life? I mean, obviously right now, I feel like life's like molasses for a lot of us. There's just uh, a very slow moving process, but is there anything going on in your life that uh, our listeners would be intrigued by? Or if there's not, then how are you keeping yourself busy during during, uh, the pandemic?
5: Um, I am, you know, modeling is kind of really slow. It's been slow since the pandemic um you know because we can't get like close and do shoots and stuff like that but um i do have a youtube channel that i've had for a year uh the year anniversary was just a few weeks ago and i really like to do that i haven't been doing it as much obviously um but i am passionate about that i love that and then i've been at home um with my family in maryland for the last month um just spending time here taking care of some things here um but yeah i mean life is it's pretty slow. I've just been trying to do as much as I can and work on my YouTube channel and hang out with my family. Cause I never get this much time with them. So it's been good.
2: good it's a good
0: family time. Good for you. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I know. And it's, uh, by the way, Ashley, happy anniversary. That's exciting. Thank you. That's I thing. saw that one year. It flew by
0: uh mind boggle. Don't understand how that happened. It felt like
5: five months tops. Oh, my gosh. Well, good. I'm so happy for you guys and all these pictures. You look
3: gorgeous. Hey, Angela, you're the best. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Just to let you know, if Ashley and I were Nick, we would have never got rid of you on night one. Just to let you know that. Okay?
5: Well, thank you. I love you guys. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Coming up next, the girl who
0: made a big splash, (laughs) pun intended, we're going to have
4: Alexis on the phone up next. All right, next up, we got our Jersey girl from Seacaucus, New Jersey.
0: It's Alexis. She, of course, was on Nick's season, and she was eliminated in week five. She came back for season four of Paradise, and that was the uh, the show season. And she was eliminated there in week two, but she's had a boyfriend ever since and is in a wonderful, loving relationship. Alexis
4: Waters, welcome to Hello. the most
0: Famous podcast.
4: Hello, hello, weirdly, um, me and my boyfriend just broke up, so this is breaking news.
0: Oh, I think you're cool. kidding.
4: Just, I, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I okay, just hate him today. God. I just hate him today. Why do oh, you hate okay, him Okay, Because I was like, I feel strongly like he, about you too. I don't know. He just, uh, like, he, he couldn't fill out, like, the unemployment thing, and I'm like, Tyler, it is literally four questions. Like, you cannot, like, I have things to do. Like, he cannot... He's not tech savvy at all, so he doesn't even know how to like turn on the TV. Like this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> this is
3: you just made my heart sink. Uh, I, that was a terrible Bye. joke. Right. So, question for you though. So let's just start with your boyfriend talk. Uh, okay. On the questionnaire that we had you fill out, you said a fun fact is the most embarrassing moment is uh, your your uh, ex telling uh, you that you had a mustache at a Giants game. So is your current boyfriend now in more trouble than your ex was then?
4: Uh, no, the ex will forever be, uh, an asshole. I just (laughs)
0: want everybody to know that that statement is the most Jersey statement. And it resonates with my soul so hard. Having a mustache at a Giants game, (laughs) like that is me. And there's something so, about the lighting at MetLife that will like show your every flaw at a one o'clock game.
4: Yes. It was so hot out. And like <laughs> I had a full blown, like I just felt like the sun was shining yeah. on my mustache. It's what it like, does. It, and he calls me out like right before the game. So then I was like, fr- like so insecure and just thinking about my mustache the entire game. I couldn't even enjoy it. And then I was, my, my, the stadium, MetLife is like, five minutes yeah. away from my house. So I was legit texting my friends to bring me like a tweezer or a razor just so I can uh, feel better about my, like all his friends were with them too. So I'm like, they all probably are staring at my mustache. It was just like a really bad day.
3: What a jerk. So let's, let's <laughs> just for everybody out there listening. Like, here's one thing you learn as you grow up, right? It's not uncommon. It's actually, Like a very, very common thing, if not everybody, every woman has like upper lip hair. And so like, if you, if you call somebody out for that, like it's shocking, you obviously have not dated, nor have you been around somebody long enough to see that, like, this is not shocking. This just happens. Right.
4: Yeah. No, no. But then Tyler, then I started getting lasered on my mustache and I started getting melasma So, so I was in Mykonos with Tyler and I'm not even lying. He was like, it looks like you have a five o'clock shadow. And I was like, I, I can't catch a break. Girl. Like, literally- it was in Greece that my melasma
0: mustache was also at its peak. And I was like, I have more of a shadow there than Jared does. And he's been growing his beard for a week. <laughs> I
4: don't think Tyler has can grow facial hair. Well, neither can Jared.
0: We I was, was going to say that was
3: that more was of a knock on. Now. I can grow,
4: I can grow more facial hair than
3: Tyler. <laughs> that was more of a knock on Jared <laughs> than it was anybody else. Hey, yeah. uh, well, Alexis, I, I love this conversation because uh, my fiance <laughs> is into skincare now. Oh, and
4: congratulations and too. Thank you, thank
3: you. And she like uh, I I don't I don't know if the right word, but like struggles with melasma or has melasma, and so like I I hear about melasma very often somehow some way sure i'm getting educated on it
4: yeah no it's it's i got it from uh laser so i don't laser. laser my face anymore and then when you're in the sun you're not supposed to be in the sun but like i
0: sunscreen doesn't even help it
4: it's yeah. really, just like being around the sun and
0: heat makes it worse and i think it's like something that millennial girls are are make, are having more than any other generation cuz i've never I've never heard of this term or more girls complaining about it than I have in the past year or two.
4: No, I had a full blown, like five o'clock shadow and beard. Well, like it was, I was, it was and like the sun was shining. I was just like, I'm just going to deal with this mustache. I just own it now.
3: Yeah. Well, here's the just thing. As I am to summarize all of this ladies. You aren't alone. You're, you're perfectly fine. Find a guy that will just own it with you. And uh, Alexis, we could talk about uh, you and your life, I think probably for the whole podcast, but we do have to transition over to, as Ashley was saying earlier, like the GOAT episode, Nick Vile season is airing. Um, What do you think about it coming back on? And is your boyfriend going to watch it with you?
0: Yeah, like um, what does he, what does your boyfriend think about this season re-airing? I would say that your boyfriend shouldn't have a problem because I don't even know if you and Nick ever kissed.
4: No. Yeah, we did kiss once and it was just because I um, was on a track and field date and I'm like really athletic and I, and I threw the shot put and they had like whoever threw the, threw the shot put the furthest had to kiss him and I didn't kiss him yet. And I was like, somebody throw it further than me. Like someone throw it further than me because I was so nervous. My heart was like literally beating inside of my vagina and like, I won. So, but it was like, it, the whole situation was just, we, I think it was like day two, whatever. And I, I won the shot, but I had to run up and kiss him and make out with him. And I it was like, like the whole production crew, like five uh, um, Olympic athletes. And I'm just like, so nervous, mm-hmm. but it was actually a really good make out. And like my vagina dance, so I was like, ooh, I might be into him. And then I wasn't.
0: Okay, so when did you realize that you weren't into him? Um, uh, (laughs) well, the first night I don't remember, so that one doesn't count. You mean the night that you were in the dolphin suit you have no (laughs) recollection of?
4: Yeah, shocking, right? Um, don't remember that night, so, no, we just had more of a friendship vibe. Like, I like, he was, he was, like, fun to make out with, obviously, just because he was the only guy there. He was the only piece of meat there. Mm Mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, I just feel like we had more of a friendship than anything. No, but Which when did you really?
0: Down. When did you decide it was just a friendship?
4: Um. The well, I I kissed the only time my vagina danced was the track and field date, and I made out with him like every time, whatever, because I didn't want to talk. And then <laughs> he just you know, he just made this these jokes, and I was just like, uh he was just like somebody's jelly, and I just like I don't know it like was like not creeped me out. And then he <laughs> said another joke, and I was just like, oh, he was like, who's ready to turn up? And I was like, not me, not me.
6: I can't
0: imagine Nick ever saying that off camera. No, he goes,
4: who's ready to turn up? Like ended like a knob switch, and I was just like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing turning up. Like
3: that, I'm turning out. I'm going
4: home. Yeah, turning out, and then he was like, "Alexis, don't be jelly, like jealous." And I was like, "Oh my god, no, <sighs> I'm better." It seemed vulnerable. like
0: as he was so much older than a lot of you that, like, he really yeah, went I into was... full-on dad mode.
4: Yeah, he was 36. I went on the show when I was 23, so you were 23. But I was, but I was. Uh, I mean, I have four older sisters, so I kind of matured faster than normal i feel like i mean not really i showed up on it in a dolphin shark costume that one and got blacked out wasted so <laughs> i'm really mature <laughs> i was so mature <laughs> no i really liked nick as the bachelor though but tyler could care less he just um oh we just did an interview with chris harrison and tyler got cut <laughs>
3: oh he got why what's what why is he not a talkative man
4: uh i mean i don't know why he, he got good, but i was just, I, I feel so bad because his nanny and like his whole family is like when is tyler gonna be on and like i found out that he didn't make the cut oh, <laughs>
3: oh wow brutal
4: <laughs> so i'm like loser <laughs> but he was like i mean i think i was just too much to handle that they couldn't bring him on Um, Because I would talk about your vagina dancing to Nick. I mean, to Chris Harrison. Harrison, Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, that was
0: it.
3: And I
4: did the dolphin call again. I was so nervous to talk to Chris. I don't know why I took like five tequila shots before the interview. So I don't I kind of like blacked out. You would think that like
3: (laughs) you would like learn from past experiences, but that's probably not the way to go. That's probably, that's probably not the answer to making this work. Um, so the summary is you don't think Tyler's gonna watch this. And he really like doesn't show a lot of interest in that in that experience. I
4: mean, oh no, I mean he support I mean, I wouldn't have my business that I had, I wouldn't have met Coop-nation. him. Foot Nation. Sorry, I get really excited. Um, but I wouldn't have met him if it wasn't for going on the show. So he has to appreciate it oh yeah because i met if caitlin berceau didn't dump nick vile then i wouldn't have gone on and met rachel who introduced me to tyler i'm telling you so so, love through it all
0: so many couples have found their forever through the ties that the bachelor gave them very very cool before we let you go i do want to talk about the producer that somehow influenced you to wear the dolphin suit did you have a beautiful gown picked out that night and then you were like yeah screw it bring me the suit
4: no so I was actually stoned when I put my job title as aspiring dolphin trainer and I thought it was hilarious at the time
0: you were but stoned a- in I so I thought that you filled out that survey or at least I did when I was quarantined yes a quarantine. <laughs> before COVID at the hotel that we stay in for casting weekend. Was that where you fill this out? Where did you bring some weed? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, no, no. I filled it out uh, after I went to a casting in Fort Lauderdale and they handed me an envelope and uh, then I had to send that in. So uh, I smoked I, no, I always want like that was my dream job when I was younger. Uh, a dolphin trainer. So like I was just really high and I just put aspiring dolphin trainer. So when we were going about, like, the night, about well, the first night, I had a red dress, and everybody's wearing a red dress. Yeah. Thank God. So thank God I didn't. But I'm, like, weird, and I don't care what people think, and I kind of wanted to do something. Uh, That's I just wanted to show up, like, like, the life of the party and be like, what's up, bitches? And I was like the dolphin suit was out of stock. So we just had to roll with the shark. And I was like, I'm going to just keep saying it's a dolphin until people start believing me.
3: (laughs) You did a great job. You were life of the party. You always are the life of the party before we let you go. Alexis, you did just mention your company, uh, for anybody out there listening, or just give them a quick summary of what you're doing, where they can find it and, uh, and why they want to purchase from you.
4: Thanks, Ben. I mean, right now, um, my business has been hit hard, obviously, because nobody's going out, but my hoops are the best. I don't know a lot in life, but I do know a good pair of hoops. So you can find me at HoopNationByAlexis.com, and you guys can get Flash 25 for 25% off. And then also Raven and I have a podcast called Girls Night, which we just started. So that's been really fun because I you just kicked really out him it. off the podcast. Yeah, I cock-blocked him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
3: sure he's doing so just no fine. So it's no longer-
4: no longer about their relationship yeah it's no longer date night it's girls night now but it's fun i love it so yeah i'm dude the hoops are still if you want them i'm giving you your listeners a code flash 25 or 25 percent off and you can find me at at alexis waters underscore
3: you're the best alexis thanks for coming on and uh good luck on the good episode
4: Thank you so much.
3: Talk to you soon.
4: Oh my God. You're going to die at my episode. (laughs) I was not okay. (laughs) My interview with Chris Harrison is so embarrassing. I'm like, I am not well.
3: Well, we look forward to it. And so do our listeners and, uh, and Alexis, I think we all expect it to be, if anything, but entertaining. Hey, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you guys. Bye.
0: All right. So from a girl who made Nick laugh, To a girl that made Nick cry a lot. Christina is coming up next. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand. and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. and speak to you with a powerful, clean and refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you.
3: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball
3: gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, smart money, happy hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all, with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course.
0: So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on?
3: <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35.
0: Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So, one guy is spending $499 a month.
3: He should really apply for the Bachelorette. <laughs>
0: You can use the promo code FAMOUS, that's promo code FAMOUS at TWC.health
1: slash FAMOUS. Hi everyone, this is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation, it's so good. What?
3: Next guest from The Bachelor season with Nick is Christina Schulman. She obviously was a contestant, eliminated in week 7, but that's not the last time we saw her. She also returned for the four, fourth season of Bachelor in Paradise, which was one of the biggest storylines from Paradise that season. She's with us today on the Almost Famous podcast. Christina, welcome.
6: Thanks for having me, you guys.
0: Hey, Christina. Where in the world have you been during during the past couple of months? I feel like you you're you're been a wanderer.
6: A little bit, I would say. Um, I mean, I kept it to myself when it was needed to just staying at home. But I did make a couple of trips. Like I did go to Antigua. That was uh, fun and needed when quarantine was kind of like lifted and travel uh, borders open. So I don't know. I was just doing my thing for a little bit.
0: I feel like everybody thinks of you with Dean. Nobody thinks of you with Nick. Is this weird to have Nick's season, right. rear?
6: Yes. Yes, well, <laughs> yes, it is. I was thinking about that, and I was like, it's just strange putting yourself back into the, um, kind of like four years ago, and think that that was even a relationship or a potential one. So, but um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I had more of a relationship maybe with Dean than I did with Nick. So I I can understand why viewers would see that.
3: The, you know, we, we obviously have gotten to know you throughout the past couple of years. And I remember the Christina on Nick season who uh, really, you were vulnerable. You shared your story uh, it impacted millions. How has life changed? Obviously a couple of seasons of paradise are thrown in there, but how has life changed? Since you know this season of The Bachelor,
6: I'd say in the most wonderful, wonderful way possible. I just think it uh, naturally opens up many doors, and it depends like which one you take. But for me, I always had this drive to do more, and um, I wanted to like I wanted to move to California at some point, and I didn't know I was going to be able to do that, um, but i don't know it's just uh sharing this story and touching so many lives was uh i didn't understand the impact it was going to have uh after the messages i started receiving i was like wow this is uh, this is bigger than me so um i'm glad i was able to do that inspiring that way
0: you uh talked to nick very openly about your adoption and just how horrible life was in the orphanage in russia before you came over to america when you were 12 right Mm -hmm. did you talk to nick on his patreon um episode with you about just how emotional he got over one you telling the story and two when he had to let you go
6: i don't think we necessarily touched the uh dive too deep into the story whenever we had the one-on-one date but it was difficult for him to like let me go and i think uh maybe he was thinking more into like what other people would think, like, Oh, how, like this girl, poor girl from the orphanage eating lipstick and whatnot. But I mean, it was the process needed to happen the way it did. And I understand like people need to go home at some point. And I didn't want any, like people feeling sorry for me or whatnot, like just because of my story and the way it is, it's just part of me. Um, but yeah, we did cover a little bit of how difficult You've it was. you made
3: some really close friends since Nick's season. Uh, who is it that you hang out with the mm-hmm. most now and, and what do those friendships represent to you?
6: Good question. Um, I'd say I hang out with Whitney friends by more. So she lives literally like two blocks from me so I can walk over to her place. It's just a given. Um, definitely Rachel, anytime she comes to LA, it's really nice to catch up every time I talk to Alexis, I talk to Astrid here and there. It's just, we kind of keep up quite a bit with each other, which is fun. Alexis, I'm just, like, supporting her hoops all the time. Well, <laughs> Do for you, you Alexis. have the hoops on right now? <laughs> I don't, but she will tell you, like, I'm her biggest supporter. They're so. really adorable.
0: They're really great hoops. And, yeah, you can't have them. enough. Uh, hoops are just a go-to.
3: Well, Christina, we've obviously been able to follow your story. The ins and the outs and the ups and the downs, and we look forward to many more memories. Uh, we're excited to watch this go episode because of the familiar faces like yourself. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for, uh, sharing some time with us. And then obviously Nick, who we're going to talk to you in just a second on his Patreon Christina.
6: Thank you. Thanks for having me guys.
0: What keeps baby skin healthy? can speak to you. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you.
3: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
3: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast. We're two money experts. Rachel Cruz and George Camel talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with nineties, nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like
0: how to budget for a hot date in Malta, like Joey went on.
3: <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35.
0: Oh, Okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month.
3: He should really apply for the bachelorette.
0: <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us.
3: Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley?
0: <laughs> um, Say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people.
3: Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous.
0: You can use the promo code famous, that's promo code famous at twc.health/famous.
1: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
3: It's always nice to catch up with former Bachelor cast Bachelor Nation peeps. They seem to be doing well. They're obviously all thriving. Nick's season did have some characters that stood out. You know, we think of one of our favorites, Corinne. Now, obviously, uh, almost famous favorite is Taylor Nolan. Both of them were on this show. It's good to see it back on television again where we first met him.
0: Yeah, it's fun because now I know Taylor is not... <sighs> I'll be honest, as annoying as I thought she was on the show. I think she's fantastic in real Fair. life, right? But I thought on the show, I was like... Oh, this girl and her emotional intelligence and thinking that she's so much smarter and like above all these women. Right. In all these situations. And now I meet her in real life and she's nothing like that. And then you meet Karen in real life and you realize that she has a lot more character. She's a lot more serious. uh, And she has a bigger heart, I think, than it came across on TV.
3: They're incredible. I mean, let's go down the list for a second. Not only do you get three women that we were able to talk to, Christina, Alexis, and Angela, but then you have to pull out some of the names that maybe you forgot were even on this season because they've done far crazier things. Again, Corinne and Taylor. You also have Rachel Lindsay. You have Raven. You obviously have Vanessa. I mean, we go on the list here. There are just some incredible humans that went on this show this season. Ashley, one of the things I want to bring up to you about this season was a specific date, and we haven't really done this in a breakdown before. But this date stands out to me because of how awkward it was. It's it's the wedding date where all the women dressed up in wedding oh, yeah. dresses. Was that not? I mean, it's w- just reminding myself of that. Was that not one of the wildest group dates that you can imagine?
0: That was. I don't. I wouldn't like it. I don't think because no. I'd be like, I only want to wear a wedding dress. The day I get married and I, or, you know, the day that I'm trying on wedding dresses to be with the guy that I know I'm going to yeah. be with. <laughs> Not when there's still 20 other women in in the running. Don't they say it's like bad luck to try on a wedding dress unless you actually have like a ring on your finger? I'm pretty sure that's that's a phrase out Is there. that true? Uh, so that was super awkward. you know what was also awkward about this season that just stood out And even before I watched the recap? um remember how raven talked about how she like hadn't experienced certain things uh sexually yeah and then they made it seem like she experienced that in the fantasy suite
3: (laughs) yeah with the monologue they like did the like like monologue with her like skipping and stuff
0: yes so it looks like they pretended like it was a fairy tale or like that scene in 500 days of summer where he's yeah. like doing the hollow the notes dance. Yeah. So Such that man. was awkward, um, especially now that we know that uh, they didn't even have sex in the fantasy suite. Nick has been very open well, that he only slept with Vanessa.
3: Well, the so just I mean, again, there's another name that comes up from this season. And, uh, you know, Raven uh, is somebody that I'm a fan of but I can't even remember her on the show because I can only picture her with Adam. And I forgot that she got second, like that she was literally in the running with Nick. I, I honestly just totally spaced out of my mind. It was Vanessa and Nick in my head, and then the rest of these women went on to do other stuff. I completely forgot that Raven was the runner-up.
0: Yeah, I think it was. I think of Rachel and, and Vanessa being sort of at the end because I do think that Raven and Adam are right cemented in my head together. But I do think that he's kept up a relationship, a friendship with Rachel that I associate yeah. Nick and Rachel together and Vanessa. I mean, I associate Nick and Rachel and then Vanessa and, and Nick.
3: But to summarize all of this, there were some incredible people in this season. This was a great season. Nick was a great lead. Uh, you know, this is kind of what I would call, uh, Nick, you know, was a villain of sorts in some way or another uh, during Andy's season. Came back through Caitlin's season onto paradise, and people were start, starting to ask, Wait, who is this Nick guy? I actually like him. And now he becomes the Bachelor. And it felt like, f- for the most part, people really enjoyed watching Nick as the Bachelor because, one, I think he was real to himself. And two, I think his cast of women were were standouts. I mean, I think that it was a cast of women that really made this season great.
0: And it actually, <laughs> in so many ways, became the Corinne show, or it seemed like Corinne mm-hmm. was the lead for at least six weeks because it was like every oh, yeah. single week she was the person everyone was talking about. She was the first kind of, quote, villain that like, will. You couldn't help but also enjoy watching. You were like, "Man, I can't stand this girl," but at the same time, she's so outrageous. I have to keep watching her. You didn't. You you didn't even love to hate her. You just kind of loved her.
3: Yeah, and now you just love Corinne. She's been awesome to this podcast, so we appreciate her. Well, it's another week of the Goat Nick season just aired. It's also into a new month. It's now September. How crazy is that? But Ashley and I will be back once again with another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. Again, as mentioned earlier, make sure you go back and listen to Andy Dorfman's In Depth. She talks about Nick File quite a bit, but also just talks about her life and who she is as a person. And it was super, super enjoyable to hear.
0: Biggest tease, if you guys aren't yet sold on listening to Andy's episode, she reveals to us... Who, if she had to go back and do it all again, she would have chosen if she was the
3: Bachelorette. That is something to listen to. Hey, with that, this has been the Almost Famous Podcast. I've been Ben.
0: I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or
4: subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pamper Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. For Trusted Protection, Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule.
3: It's flexible, simple to use